0: That's a hell of a deal for the Packers, man. Because now, here's the best part about the deal. You weren't here last night. Here's yeah. what I love. Yeah, right? I get
1: to jump back in. I, have, By the way, I had ridiculous FOMO yesterday. I was like, why did I take this day off when this happened? I really <laughs> wanted to be in here. Oh,
0: d- No, no, no. Never days off or, or, or gold. All right. but <laughs> So you move up to 13. I think they like JSN. And I think that's who they're going to take. Yep. Or maybe they want Michael Mayer Kincaid, whatever it and is, And that's please,
1: plus 250, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: So you get a better pick, but more importantly, and you get a second-round pick from the Jets as well, but more importantly, the most important thing is no longer are they attached to Aaron Rodgers. There's nothing in this deal where if he decides he doesn't want to play next year, they have to give anything back or they don't get anything. They get everything. Like, this deal is all just done. And the handcuffs are off. No more attachment to Rodgers. He could go be as weird as he wants, and and they don't have to worry about him. Yep. They didn't think that was going to be possible. That's why Brian Gutekind's held out for as long as he did to get the right deal. And it actually ended up working out for both teams. I know people are like, oh, the Packers fleece the Jets. I don't know about all that, man, because the Jets are trying to go all in right now for a Super Bowl. Maybe that's the right decision. Maybe it's the wrong decision. I personally would want 25-, 26-year-old Lamar Jackson. But they know what they want. Just like the Rams did a couple years ago, and it worked out for them. You know what I mean? Like, that's how you win now in the NFL. You kind of have to go all in and then say, screw the future. Who cares what happens in two to three years? Because, like, even in two to three years, they're going to probably have Sauce Gardner and Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. They're They're just going to have to pay them more. Yeah. That's the thing. Well, that's the problem. They're going to be in cap hell. But they win a Super Bowl in the next three years. Who the hell cares? I guess it's like a one-year thing. That's the problem, though, because Rodgers is not most likely playing two years if
1: they win this year. Well, the Jets knew that this is the best opportunity they've had in a long time to I don't know, have a future Hall of Fame quarterback want to actually play for them. Yeah. I mean, think about the quarterback hell that the Packers or that the Jets have been in. They've been an absolute dumpster fire at the position since Joe Namath. I remember I mean, really, excited had like a about year, Sam Darnold. A year of Vinny Testaverde, right, and then they can't draft <laughs> yeah. one quarterback in the top three, and then they draft another quarterback two overall a couple years later, and then that doesn't work out. They're awful at the position, so for them to say, fine, we'll swap first-round picks, and the other one is essentially going to be a first-round pick unless some sort of disaster happens and Rodgers doesn't play 65% of the snaps, which is basically 12 games, yeah. and like if he doesn't play 12 games, it means he got hurt, and then you're the Packers, like, we avoided some sort of catastrophe anyway, and you got to move on. You had to move on at some point, and the Packers have finally moved on, and Koons brought exactly that up. He was like, look, Jordan's got to play. Jordan Love has to play. You traded up in the first round to go get him, and now you got to pick up his option anyway. So you had to finally rip the Band-Aid off, and they finally did, and now everybody can just move on from this.
0: Yeah. My, my thing is I either want Jordan Love to, like, show that he could be Aaron, not Aaron Rodgers because I don't think he's going to be Aaron Rodgers, but I either want year one to be, like, 28 touchdown passes, 12 picks over 4,000 yards, literally identical stats to Rodgers, or I want him to just completely suck and the Packers to win three games because I want Caleb Williams. I don't want this like in between 15 touchdowns yeah. to 17 picks. There's some good, there's some bad. I either want there to be good, but maybe the defense stinks, or good and they win 10-11 games, or it just to be awful. you think awful. that they could actually win 10-11 games? Honestly, yeah, kind of. like If the defense actually lived up to the hype, if Rashawn Gary came back and Stokes looked like the player that he was his rookie year, and Jair Alexander proves that he wants to tackle again, and Quay... Uh, stops fighting coaches and trainers on the field. And Kenny Clark looks like he wants to play football again. There's a lot of ifs David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins stay healthy. They still have, like, a decent roster when you look at the rest of the NFC North. I'm not ready to crown the Lions yet. I think the Vikings are going to stink. I bet the Bears do win the NFC North. I don't think that's a great bet, but they got a bunch of money. DJ Moore, Justin Fields, and, you know, a bunch of draft picks. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Packers – if you believe in Matt LaFleur, if you believe in Brian Gudekins. Yeah, sure. I think four to one's a decent price for them to win the NFC North. I just I hate the Jordan Love pick so much, guys, because again, like if you were going all in for a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, you should have taken T. Higgins or drafted somebody mm-hmm. on the defensive side of the ball or Jonathan Taylor. Instead they draft Jordan Love and now you literally either have to you have to extend him right now before he ever starts a real game, because I know he started against the Chiefs and got mop up duty against the Eagles. But you either have to pay him extend him before he ever becomes your starter, or you have one year to evaluate him. That's what sucks about this thing. He's 24 years old. He's going to be 25, and he's not going to be on a rookie deal. You draft a quarterback so you could evaluate him on a rookie deal. None of this made sense, and now everybody's, like, patting Brian Goodykins on the back and giving him high fives when, like, he could have had T. Higgins... Devonte Adams and Aaron Rodgers against the you know Bucks what he is? NFC Championship. This weekend. is
1: what we always said about Ernie Grunfeld in D.C. He's the arsonist firefighter. Yeah. He creates the fires, but then he puts them out. Yeah. That's exactly what the Packers did. It was poorly managed from the beginning. The whole situation made no sense. They've wasted years of Jordan Love. And now they're cleaning up that mess by getting a pick swap and some other picks and maybe a first-round pick next year yeah. for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh,
0: if he stinks, you just draft your next quarterback. But, yeah, that's not fun. Like, why would you it's want to go in? It's and- easy. Why would you want to go into a rebuild? That's the other thing. The NFC, I just think the NFC stinks, and so I would have tried to run it back one more year. But I get it, man. It's time to rip the Band-Aid off. Something's clearly been going on between Gudekins and Rodgers for a while, maybe even between LaFleur and like, why not try to go after, like, a D-hop? Like, nah. try to go after him. And mm-hmm. it, if Aaron Rodgers is like, yeah, I'd like to stay one more year. Yeah. They just They just really bungled this whole thing. Yeah, and it sucks because now it's like, oh, man two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, two right. Super Bowl rings are awesome. There he goes. But it's like... Yeah,
1: see, now, now it's, you're, you're, you're hedging a little bit now when you say it's awesome, but... Well, there's a good chance i never see another one ever again. Welcome to my world. Like really? Maybe Jordan loves good. Maybe he sucks.
0: Like, yeah, look at, look at the Lions. you get look, at, look at the Jets. The Jets are a great example. They've tried everything. They tried to go after old man Favre. He was good the first eight games of the season. They were like six and two. Then he stunk. They tried to draft their guy. They got Sam Darnold. We thought he was all right for two games, then he stunk. He got mono. Zach Wilson. He got Mark mono. Mark Sanchez. He's never been the same post mono. That is true, and he had his toenail ripped off yep. that year too. And then he saw ghosts against the Patriots. He did see ghosts. That was probably the most traumatizing. Of <laughs> Bill all. Belichick yeah. was Bill the ghost. Bill Belichick broke him. But dude, I would say, like as crazy as it sounds, I'm trying to think of like the best Jets quarterback of my generation. Mark Sanchez. I would probably Vinny
1: Testaverde. He had a couple good years, and then I got to he- go
0: Chad Pennington. I love yeah. Chad Pennington, but most successful was Mark Sanchez because they went to two uh, AFC title games. Yeah, not because of him, because of that defense and my guy Rex Ryan. Yeah, and that run game, Sean Green.
1: You know, it's disappointing you didn't say Thomas Joe Flacco. Jones. Disappointing you didn't say Joe Flacco. Oh, He's the most hear. decorated. He is. He's also the well, always I- take the over on his throwing attempts every single week, and it always hit. Yeah, he dropped back I'm gonna forty-five miss times. It didn't I- really make. I'm going to miss sense. that. I will miss that about Joe Flacco more than anything else. He would else. hit
0: that prop before halftime.
1: It was unbelievable. The number was always so low, and they continued to throw the ball like 45, 50 times yeah. every single week with him. But they wouldn't throw with Zach Wilson because, well, you don't trust Zach Wilson as a quarterback, which, by the way, he really benefits from all this now. But the, So the funny thing about that is I was like, okay, this
0: could be a good thing for Zach Wilson, even though the locker room's given up on him, they hate him, like, he gets to learn, sit behind Rodgers yes. now. They have a good relationship because Zach Wilson's obsessed with Rodgers. His dad like loves Rodgers. His mom loves Rodgers. But uh, then I was on Twitter last night, and Barstool Sports put up that um, like that graphic or whatever, the quote from Zach Wilson, whatever veteran comes in here is going to have to go through hell. Oh, I'm going to fight yeah. like hell. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers liked the tweet. About his, <laughs> <laughs> like he's even ripping on Zach Wilson. So that, that has to just completely shatter that poor kid's confidence. Yeah, no, I mean, Zach Wilson, we knew, was a little entitled. Uh, We knew was not a guy that your team was going to rally around. There are just people, players, humans, that just don't have the leadership gene in Mm -hmm. them. You're like, I don't care if you know where we're going. I'm not following you. I don't care. I I don't trust you. You're an a-hole. I don't like you. I still can't
1: believe that he literally, like, they asked him,
0: could you have done more? And he's like,
1: no. No, right. I couldn't. Once <laughs> no. you start saying that stuff publicly and you don't take any blame, the quarterback, look, part of the responsibility is you take the blame for losses. Even if it's not your fault, you do it anyway because that resonates through the rest of the organization. Yeah, And man. attitude reflects leadership, right? Yeah. Quarterback is the leader on the field. Yeah, And when you see the rest of the team not rallying around that quarterback, I mean, they would go out of their way to compliment Mike White. Just they, like he'd have bad games. They would oh, yeah. still say all of these great things about him. Because they just wanted to twist the knife as much as they could on Zach Wilson.
0: Oh, they were excited when Strevler got in there. It's, they were like, "Hell yeah! Finally, anybody it was other a poor than man's Zach Tim Wilson. Tebow, basically." And that's the thing. Like, they don't respect him in the huddle, and they lost all respect for him. That's huge. Like, I knew Joe Burrow. We all knew Joe Burrow was going to be good because he's just a dude. And everybody, like, that was the thing mm-hmm. when he was coming out of the draft. They're like, "Everybody loves this guy. Everybody wants to play with this guy." Not only could he make every throw, and he's a winner, but He's like you know Tom Brady, the same thing. There's just certain guys that just have it at the quarterback position. Yeah, you know, and and, and I just Zach Wilson didn't have that.
1: No, you, I mean, they did like him though when he was when all the MILF stories were out there, made yeah. T-shirts about it, and there was yeah. all that. So they liked him then, but then they realized when he was actually you know the quarterback of that team, he couldn't throw. But this is really what it should have been in the first place. This is why it's dangerous to start rushing young quarterbacks out on the field like maybe a Will Levis with the Colts their first year yeah like there's pressure to get them out there I understand that but you sometimes have to be smart and allow at least a year half of a season to play behind a veteran now Zach Wilson gets to do what he should have been doing the first year maybe even two of his career where hey the talent's there but it's going to take a couple years to be able to make it happen
0: you think they just cut him or try to move him for anything can you even get anything for Zach Wilson not a thing I mean it's hard enough to get anything right now for Trey Lance no, I don't think you can get anything from him. Or- I
1: would argue you get more for Trey Lance than Zach Wilson. Oh yeah, totally. absolutely. yeah. absolutely. I could see, I could
0: see Trey Lance ending up in like Atlanta or something like that, or maybe Trey Lance because of the connection with Ryan's ends up in Houston on mm-hmm. draft night. And then they get their defensive player, and then you got a quarterback that's been in the league a couple of years. Granted, he's barely played. I could see something like that happening because I, I don't know that Trey Lance is just done and never going to play another game. It sounds like he's done in San Francisco since they've yep. already said
1: Purdy's our guy. There you go. But Everybody I don't think laughed Trey Lance, When I said that, I, I think said, he gets it's another Purdy's shot team. somewhere.
0: You know, he's got to get another shot somewhere. He's young. He was a top three pick. He's
1: young. There, again, if 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 if. if All of these. If Sam Darnold could get another shot, Trey Lance can get another shot. I mean, Sam Darnold's now had like a third shot. Now he's in San Francisco. So, I kind of hope he starts this year. Sam Darnold. (laughs) Yeah. The redemption tour.
0: I would love to see. Oh, Shanahan took uh, Sam Darnold the 12 wins. That'd be that'd be a great season. That would that would be the ultimate. uh, That would prove his.
1: That would prove how great of an ultimate ultimate trophy for Mike Shanahan.